0: Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Peretzrein, Shuliat of Brandeis University, on the fact that he just completed the shaft in four years, and uh, we'd like to hear from him how he accomplished such a great task. First of all, I would like to thank our sponsors for the Shluchin podcast, Spotsman Jewelers and the Smetana Group. Thank you for making the Shluchin podcast available to all Shluchins. I just want to say thank you parrots, for taking time out of your busy schedule to help Shluchim, um have more to talk under schlicher My pleasure so let's get right to it. I think you know parrots we all we all heard the news um, through the through the major websites and uh, I think one of the questions that that would have when it comes to this topic is how did he do it and meaning we all know that yes if you put in the time you're able to accomplish so many things but I we're so busy we have so much going on. How did you really dedicate the time that was needed to make this happen?
1: it started it's just started as you know when, in campus you have you know intense sessions and you have quieter sessions and particularly in the summer and uh just in the summer I started you know learning tomorrow just you know to rekindle an interest in it and uh, and i and as I started, I actually uh slowly started shifting my approach to uh, how, I, how, I, how I appreciated the mother and how I understood it and how I related to it. And uh, it grew on me that I started enjoying it and enjoying it a lot. And as time progressed, I started getting more intensely into it and really, you know, every, every, every opportune time that I had, even traveling and, and driving the car and listening to a she'er. Uh, you know on a particular daf on a particular uh, um taking and, and pursuing it to the point of uh, it almost became an addiction. finding every time that I had or I, that I didn't have and, and really you know getting loving it and enjoying it and, and being addicted to it. so thats that's, that's the mm-hmm. shorthand answer.
0: okay so so basically you're saying you, first of all, you have to be excited about doing it. That was number one. But when it came to, the was there a point where you decided that you're gonna you're gonna accomplish this in a certain amount of time
1: uh no as as time progressed i, I realized you know that you know at this, at this rate I, I might be able to com- complete the uh, duosseum a seum, a complete the, the isha because I was just you know i would do sometimes you know uh i try to do two three daf a day uh when I and 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 then you know long summer sha uh, you know, on campus where, where here there is really nothing going on in the summer, uh, I would uh, do um, sometimes up to ten daf day. And as you know, as finishing one another so, you know, at this rate, I may be able to do a seal and, and found a very opportunity to be able to do it uh, in honor of my son's bar mitzvah. Uh, b- but I'll tell you what: one major shift that happened at, to me in, 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 this, in this learning is, you know, in yeshiva. Gemara was something that you, you, you know, your, your, your first approach to it is that you don't understand it. And what is the Gemara saying? As if there's a, something un, beneath the, the, the actual words of the Gemara that is really the, the, the real Gemara. But what actually the Gemara is saying, what the words of the Gemara themselves is, you know, is not really it. And you really don't understand it. And, you know, you're not really, you know, when you approach a, a page of Gemara, was, I was always one where you sort of attacking it and you are trying to make sense of it, as opposed to being, a, in a sense, a passive listener. And my approach to the Gemara became one where I'm, I looked at myself as you know, listening to what the Gemara is saying and, and, um, and, and seeing myself almost like a, a fly on the wall in this, in, this, in this great conversation that is going on, and how this conversation is jumping from one place to another place, and it, it's just it's it was actually Sammara it's, is it's, it's the most exciting text that I've ever encountered and because it's always changing there's always something new every three every four or five lines is, a, is another idea, another thought, another topic and it's actually turned out to be you know almost like a soul almost like a, a play in it, an exciting uh, drama uh, with, 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 with deep insights and and, 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 and also, Encountering the sources of everything in Yiddishkeit that we that we practice, that we know, and, and more importantly, as a shliach that I teach my students, uh, is, is I'm encountering it, I'm encountering it in, in its entire breadth. And uh, you know, being somebody that uh, my entire life is dedicated to Yiddishkeit and, and, and teaching to students, uh, I felt at a certain point in time that it's actually this, the point of the seum or completing the shas was, was was less of a, a, like a, a, an achievement of a goal, but more of of something that I'm teaching Yiddishkeit and I teach Yiddishkeit, that's what I do for my life, I need to at least encounter Yiddishkeit and I'm talking about the sources, the original sources of Yiddishkeit, at least once in my lifetime. And the original you know, Yiddishkeit, as we know it, be, it exists within the Torah Shabbat, within, within the Gemara. And to, to, you know, to not have encountered it at least once uh, as, a, as you know, somebody who lives it and teaches it I felt it was a a, um, a, a lacking, a, a, a something, a something su- significant that I'm lacking, and that was also part of why I went ahead and pursued it in such an intense way.
0: Wow. So did you find that as you were learning through the Gemara, you know, whenever we're learning something, we end up sh- at some point sharing that with the people that we're that that we're working with, our students, our mm-hmm. community members. Did you find the same thing that when you're learning the Gemara, that somehow you always Made a way of uh, it, it brought out what you were learning. It, well, it, well, it, what what it, it brought out a um,
1: well two things. One thing is that I felt like I wanted to learn Gomorrah with everybody that I that I met, and and really showed and really exposed people to the depth and, and the beauty and the fascination and the excitement that exists in gemara. But then I, after trying to run a few people, I realized that it's not that, you know for the for the for the for the newbie. Uh, for for somebody who doesn't have the initiation and the experience that I had, you know, being in yeshiva and being in yeshiva buffer, and at least that type of initiation, it's a little more complex because the Gemara is is actually, it's it's a code. It's written in in a certain code, in a shorthand code, and uh, unless you're very well, you're familiar with that that type of, with the nuanced code of the Gemara, it, 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 it can get overwhelming. But what I did find myself is so to share. So I, you know, I realized that wasn't effective in sharing. To share a particular suga that I learned, that that also you know it, it's too it's too complex and too detailed for to share with with the average college student. But it did. I I, I developed a, a tremendous passion and love for learning with ter- and 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 the understanding the importance of of, of, of learning tara. Not for, for, for the person who wants to engage in Yiddishkeit, understanding that, you know, in no way to minimize the, the importance of observance, uh, but, but the, the, the creativity and the depth and the individualism and, and the lifelong engagement and living and, and the Eich this idea of this living organism of Yiddishkeit, exists, exists in learning, in learning Charan. In most, very, you know, and, and most noticeable in Gemara, which is one big living organism, a, a type of text that there's nothing similar to it, and it's never been copied in any way, shape, or form because it is a it, 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 it's a living drama. Um, so understanding the appreciation of the importance of that in Yiddish writing a person's Jewish growth was was something that I've been living with for the you know for the past while. As a result of the Gemara, and something that I strongly communicated very often, uh, very very often uh, to our students.
0: Getting down to the practical, I always want to know, you know, how did this liach accomplish this? How does this liach do that? Whether it's an event or in this case, limud Torah, was there ever a time where was there a, was there a time in the day that you designated for learning Gemara? So to answer the question, how do you how do you do it? The
1: answer is very simple. The way I did it was that I started enjoying it, and that I started listening to it instead of fighting with it, being you know being an observer. In a certain sense, in the conversation that is going on in the Gemara, on the page of the Gemara, being a guest in the Gemara instead of trying to control the Gemara—it just may sound abstract, but for me, it, it was very real. Uh, for me, and the second answer: when I did it, in the morning. The, the first part of the day was when my head was clearest, uh, and and you know, I would fight, and sometimes I didn't have time in the morning, and then I would do it, you know, in the in the evening, and it was a lot harder. It was a lot harder, and I could tell that you know the next morning there was a sugar that I was going through, to trying to you know learn at night to finish my, my, my quota, uh, and it, it was just it was just wasn't going. And the next morning it was like you know a hot knife through butter. So the answer is the mornings is when when at least for me my mind is clearest and cleanest, and it's it's like a hot knife through butter. Uh, and then you know in, in the middle of the day, later in the day, it it, it gets a little harder. Shabbos in particular was a very Shabbos, you, was a very you know, opportune time uh, when I'm traveling, you know, when there's not a lot of no, noise in your life, uh, when, uh, and, and obviously you're not tired, is the most effective time to do it, was the most effective time for me to do it.
0: So you're saying traveling, sometimes I think that traveling is harder, but you're saying actually there are times when you're traveling when it's easier to, to be able to learn because mean,
1: when you're traveling, you're tra- I mean what I mean traveling either, you know, either on, on a bus, on a train, on a plane, or even on a car, that's it what you're doing. There's not much other things you can do, yet. You know, when you're traveling, you, all the distractions are are you're, you're not you're you're you are removed from so many things that you can do when you're not sitting when you're you know, sitting at your desk or, or engaging with people that, that you can actually you know, you, there's a lot you can accomplish when you when you're traveling. But 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 essentially for me it was it was it was uh, the morning and, 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 and Shabbosim, a summer Shabbosim in mm-hmm. particular.
0: Tara, when you were learning, were you listening to tapes? Were you using an art scroll? What, what, what was the, the best way for you to, to go through the Gemara? The
1: most enjoyable and, and the smoothest was always using a regular Gemara.
0: Um, but if I
1: ever got stuck on a subya, uh something, either a word or a concept that wasn't, wasn't coming through, I'd, I'd refer to an art scroll uh, or sometimes when at night, when I just my, my head wasn't working, uh, I would refer to an art scroll as well. But generally, I always tried to. It was just more more enjoyable and smoother and, and cleaner, and more pleasant to do it from a, a regular gemara. Uh, when I was traveling, when i when I was traveling, I was driving, in particular, and, and I couldn't hold the gemara. I would listen to a uh, to a to a, an audio recording of a particular doc. There's there's an app, uh, I Talmud, and uh, on it, you could get a, uh, you could get the Surah Sadaf. You could get uh, just the text of the Demarjus, not, not in Surah Sadaf, the text of Rashi, the text of Tesis. And then you could also download a share on every single daf. And you could have, there's different, different magadi that you could download to listen to. I think I had one particular
0: who was, you know, short and to the point. When it came to Sugiwa, that was very hard. Did you make sure that you, that you have to understand it perfectly or did you not try to get so caught up in it? it, it, it meaning, you, you you went through it, you understood it basically, and then you continued on. How did you deal with those with those parts of the Gemara?
1: Well, if it's you know generally a lot of a lot of the Gemara that I did here was I was learning it for the first time. I mean, I I, review, I did over the Gemara that I learned from yeshiva, so those I was very familiar. I was familiar with, and it was like you know, you know uh, a pleasant reunion. Uh, but the Gemara is many of them that I was learning for the first time and I did come across a sugya that was complex, and I, and, you know, I wasn't getting it all the way, uh, I was getting it to the best of my ability and then move on. Because I viewed this learning, at least this time around, as shalom aleichem, an introduction. You know, hi, my name is Paris, and, you know, this is, hi, my name is Sugya X, and we're encountering each other for the first time. Uh, to know something very well, my, you know, my philosophy on this is you know something very well after you've studied it three to four times. Uh, and I can't expect myself to know something on the first time. Now, sometimes I would go back to something and review it a second time to have it clearer, but, but by and large, no, I don't expect myself to know something perfect learning on this
0: first time. Uh, I'll do that on the third and fourth time. Right, but that, did you find that just going through the whole Gemara and covering shots that it gave you so much more of an understanding and, and even a, uh, a handle on learning Gemara? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I've become familiar with, uh,
1: very very, very, more, very much familiar with the, with, the, with the ebb and flow of, a, of, a, of the Gemara, the different, um, you know, how the Gemara seems, what, what you know, almost, you, what to anticipate the next, you know, the Gemara's next move, or, or, you know, what Rashi is going to contribute over here, or when you're living a studio that there's no Rashi, you feel like you're missing Rashi. You know, it, it's a shame that there's no Rashi in here for, you know, for, you know, for, for whatever the reasons are. Or, or 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 a Gemara that is that is choppy because uh the the, the there, are some, there are some Gemaras some that are very choppy because they are different of their size in the in their language and going you always have to refer to the uh to of theshibe to explain it so you you really you get to appreciate the different the the, the, the ebb and flow and the and the the- structure of of the Gemara and um you know it's a shame that you know I'm doing it now. Didn't could have done, it, didn't do it earlier when I was in Yoshima, But that's a that's a whole other conversation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, is there any last ideas that you would like to give over to Shlomo when it comes to this? Maybe if someone would embark on on the idea of learning Shas in uh, in four years or whatever amount of time it is, what would you what what message would you give them? Uh, first of all, don't embark on any 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 any
1: goal of finishing Shas. Um, at any point in time, uh, embark on the goal of learning the daily, and more importantly, embark on a goal of enjoying it, and finding the, uh, and understanding the, the, and appreciating the, 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 the beauty of it, the richness of it, the drama in it, the, this, the, the, you know, the way I, just, the way I, I come to appreciate understanding the it's like being at Har Sinai. And being present when the turtle was given and when Yiddishkeit was created, that is what the that is what Gemara is. And you're getting a, and, and learning Gemara, you're getting a window into that into that factory, into the into the drawing room where Yiddishkeit was created. And you will learn one daf, another daf, uh, and so another mesekh. And eventually, there will come a point in time where you finish one mesekh, you finish another mesekh, and uh, you know, at, at your rate, at your pace, uh, you'll finish
0: you'll finish you'll finish that. Excellent. Thank you, Rabbi Peretzchein, for sharing with Shluchem about your Hatzlacha and completing Shas, and uh, we really appreciate your time.
1: You're very welcome.
0: This is Dolby Shapiro. I'd like to give special thanks to all the Shluchem who are giving feedback and uh, giving suggestions. This uh, podcast itself was uh, with the suggestion of a few Shluchem, and uh, I look forward to future podcasts. Make it a great week.